This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Jaime Diaz covers the game for uh, Golf Channel and uh, GolfChannel.com. We've got a major championship coming up next week. It is a pleasure to welcome Jaime Diaz back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Jaime? I'm good, John. Nice to be with you. I don't think I've ever asked you this about the PGA Championship. Are you a fan of it being in May? I am, yes. Uh, I I think it just uh, makes the season more concise and more uh, kind of uh, uh, has a nice quick rhythm to it. And August is always a difficult month for golf, I think, Uh, whether it's in the East Coast when it's, you know, bitterly hot and humid. um, And even on the West Coast, there's it just the it's the dog days a little bit so i think it's great to climax everything with the open championship as far as the major season and then get to what's become important you know the fedex cup and and the tour championship and and give it its its uh showcase without being diminished by football so, so I think it was a practical. I think it was a practical solution. Yes. And so I take it from that you are a fan of of this compressed major schedules, players, and then the four majors month after month after month. I am. I think the only you know potential downside is it it may eliminate some great northeast locations in May. Hmm. Although they are going to Bethpage soon, and uh, you know we'll see how. And Oak, I should and also. Uh, um, uh, Oak Tree, excuse me, Oak uh, Hill, mm-hmm. and that, and that's quite north. Obviously, we'll see how that plays out. It, it, it can be good, it can be bad. We know. Uh, I don't think that's a regular diet of that, and we'll see if that turns out well or not. So they'll want to repeat it or try to avoid it. But that's to me the only downside as far as geographic, um, you know, location. As someone who has covered the game for as long as you have, after what we saw at Kiowa last May. What are your feelings? Uh, how do you? What are your thoughts about Phil in general? I mean, is it sad? It, it, as we get to this PGA one year later, what are your thoughts about all of that? Yeah, I think sad is uh, kind of the the broad reaction of a lot of people. It is for me. Uh, it's kind of tragic. Uh, Phil had so much going for him in terms of all his collected kind of credit uh, that he's accumulated through wonderful play. Uh, being a, uh, a character that is that enlivens the game, an interesting character, but he's made some terrible mistakes, and it's, you know, yet to be determined why. It seems personal, which is sad, because we all have problems in life, but mm-hmm. usually they're not, they're escapable, and this one seems just devastating. Um, I don't know if he can disentangle himself from, from live golf, from the Saudi situation, because I think that will tarnish his legacy. It'll tarnish, obviously, it'll end his ability to be part of the American and traditional golf scene. And he'll be this outcast or, you know, maverick or whatever you want to put it, but he won't be in the mainstream anymore. And I just think that just doesn't doesn't sit well with with golf history, his place in it. And it's it's of his own doing, but it's to me it's sad. I, I feel bad for Phil. You know, I have a, a dear friend of mine who says it all the time. Most of the wounds we suffer are self-inflicted wounds. Well, uh, yes. I mean, self-awareness uh, is uh, sometimes the hardest thing to come to grips with, but uh, we do it to ourselves so often. And sometimes the biggest personalities and the biggest profile people and, and the greatest, most accomplished people make the biggest mistakes. It's, uh, 
it's proportional sometimes to their uh, ability. And it's really, uh, that is that is Shakespearean tragedy. I don't mean to put that in that in that frame, but, it, you know, that's what happens to great people sometimes. They make the biggest mistakes. We're talking with Jaime Diaz here on the Augusta Golf Show. So as I take you back to 2009, if, 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 Tiger, if Tiger can come back from what Tiger came back from, can Phil come back from this? I always think Phil would be welcome with open arms by the public, the golf public. Uh, there's just so much built-in, built-up uh, good feeling for Phil. Uh, he's done a lot of great things. Uh, he's charming. He's a pleasure to cover uh, as far as talk to. Uh, his interaction with the fans is always, seems to me, very positive and leaves good feeling. So that consensus publicly is, is positive. And as I say, if he can somehow disentangle himself from these obligations or whatever you know, kind of hold that Live Golf has on him, and that may be impossible, but if he can, I think eventually he would, win, he would quickly win back the public, is my opinion, and he would eventually win back his peers and PGA Tour. Mm. Uh, but, you know, that's a big if, because we, we don't know the extent to which he is uh, committed or obligated or basically stuck. What, if he indeed does play, what are, what are your expectations about Tiger at Southern Hills? Um, switching to Tiger now. Well, you know, Tiger is so uh, full of surprises. Some of those surprises are because of the narrative that he builds up going into these events. It seemed quite unlikely he would play at the Masters uh, a month before, uh, the way he was talking. Uh, and then he went there and... and and played quite well. He, he ran out of endurance, but the golf swing and and the ability to uh, to compete at the highest level is still there, given that he has a chance to prepare correctly. And he wasn't fully prepared at the Masters, but he was prepared enough to show up. And I think it was very um, pleasantly uh, uh, received how much game he had. And he made the PGA sound like a long shot as well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that was really exhausting at the, at the Masters, and this is a pretty, I need more time, perhaps. And here he is. Uh, so I think the interesting thing to me about Tiger is he, there's no longer any sort of second-guessing or rebuilding of his golf game. His golf game is what it is. I think he's quite satisfied with it. I think he's proud of it. I think he feels like he's sort of the, the uh, I guess, you know, the... Um, the, the Jedi <laughs> uh, master of, of golf in a way, in the sense that he knows everything to do. It's will his body let him do it. Uh, and when it does, I think he feels like I can really compete. He may not have the power any longer that he used to have, but he's got everything else, all the skills. So he's competitive, and he knows that on a Sunday when it gets tight, if he's still there, he's probably got the advantage mentally. So that's a big if, of course. Uh, and he may play terribly there. He may not be ready. I still, he's still somewhat on an exploratory journey, I think, as far as what he can really do. But the fact that he's showing up says a lot. Uh, Tiger is not one to put himself in a position of, uh, you know, being being disappointed uh, or being disappointing or not having, uh, you know, his his kind of aura that he needs. Uh, and I think he feels like he still has that. And so, you know. Again, I, I, I have a lot of faith that he delivered uh, 
under pressure, under expectation, and especially as he's framed this thing to be something that at first didn't seem so unlikely, and now he's going there with kind of the pressure off. I, I don't think the expectations are that high. They're higher than they were at the mass, but they're still not that high because he still carries the um, the, the whole narrative of being injured yeah. and, and coming back from that. So, you know, it's complicated, but I, I just sort of feel he wouldn't be there unless he was pretty confident that he was going to make a very um, kind of positive statement about who he is and what he still has left. Uh, before I let you go, I'm not going to ask you to choose a winner of the PGA. I just I think that kind of stuff is foolhardy. But I'll ask you this. Who do you think is going to play well? Well, it's a great golf course. And Gil Hans has created, um, not created, but restored it to uh, a fast and firm uh, repelling kind of golf course on the, around the greens. So it's always been a ball striker's place uh, because it, it, it just requires precision as far as what it asks off the tee and what it asks into the greens. I think now when you miss the greens, it's going to be more penal, and, and the short game will be all that more important. So I think, you know, not to be a front runner, but Scotty Scheffler, it, it, it's going to play somewhat like Augusta. Augusta was, 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 was wet, uh, so it wasn't as fast as they'd like it. Uh, but Scotty has a good short game, as we saw. Cam Smith has a good short game. Scotty is now obviously very confident, and he's got good ball striking skills, and he's always played pretty well in majors. So I'm not picking him, but I'm saying a player with all-around skills. I mean, Justin Thomas fits that bill. Um, he's got a great short game. The putter is always the issue, or it has become more of the issue. Um, you know, Martin, uh, excuse me, uh, Victor Hovland hits a great not a great chipper. I think that works against him. Um, so, you know, any number of players who are well-rounded and primarily good ball strikers with the bonus of having a good short game, you know, Jordan Spieth hit the ball really well when he wanted Hilton hit. He didn't putt well, but to me, he's always going to be the short game and putting genius when, when things, you know, line up correctly. And if he's improved his short game, excuse me, his uh, his long game as it looks like he did at Hilton Head, and that and that sustains for him, he's he's scary. Well, uh, so if, if he does that, career grand slam. Wow. Yes. I mean, I wasn't. You know, I I, I know that, but I, as I saw as I was talking about him, I didn't think of that. And well, how dramatic would that be? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I think right now he may have. Well, Rory did beautifully at the Masters, so his his Grand Slam is sort of back on go, uh, at least his possibilities. I think for a while people were starting to feel like, well, he's just too big a, a hurdle at the Masters. But uh, but Jordan, he's got a, you know, a free shot every year at a different golf course, and as he continues to improve his ball striking, I think his Grand Slam might be the most imminent. I, I certainly hope both of them have it. He is Jaime Diaz, covering the game for Golf Channel and uh, writes about the game, golfchannel.com, and always gracious when I pick up the phone and ask him to do this. Thank you, Jaime, for saying yes, and, and, and we'll talk again. Always say yes, John. Thanks a lot.